2: Welcome aboard. You're tuned into America's most widely syndicated radio travel show, and I'm your genial radio host, Rudy Maxwell. Delta Airlines took the bull by the horns this week on the issue of all those extra fees airlines charge. One of the country's largest airlines said that for $199, you could buy what it calls its smart travel pack good on all Delta flights through January 5th. Here's the deal. You pay this $199, and between now and January 5th, anytime or as often as you can fly you and up to eight friends or family members traveling on the same booking get one free bag per flight plus priority boarding so you can get that overhead bin space before the hoi polloi also you and your traveling companions can choose preferred seating such as bulkhead or exit row seating at no extra charge and delta will sell you economy comfort seats those are the roomier seats in the front of the coach part of the plane at a fifty percent discount or give them to you free within twenty four hours of your flight if they're available you'll get twenty five percent off economy comfort on international flights oh one more thing the purchaser of this smart travel pack receives a 50% bonus on flights, excuse me, on miles for each flights. Uh you may you got to be a member of Delta's frequent flyer program to buy this. Well in a couple of minutes we'll talk about these fees and the huge tug of war going on between the airlines and third-party ticket sellers such as Orbitz, Expedia and Travelocity over how fares and fees will be displayed on your computer screen or your smartphone screen in the future. Also this hour we'll take a look at at cruises that feature wine and cuisine themes with Janice Wald Henderson of cruisemates.com. And we'll meet an executive with Celebrity Cruises who's going to try to convince us we should pile on board for a craft beer cruise. We'll also learn about a new way to see the Louvre in Paris by going on a scavenger hunt in the museum. Well, considering we're talking about one of the world's premier museums, maybe I should call this a treasure hunt. And it's that time again Amtrak's local and regional trains are in jeopardy. The federal government has told states if they want to keep those expensive routes, they're going to have to pony up the subsidies because Uncle Sam, well Uncle Sam's sort of short of cash. We'll talk about that with an Amtrak expert. But let's start as I usually do with a look at this week's news and travel. Well, a bankruptcy judge on Thursday approved American Airlines' reorganization plan, so now American and U.S. Airways have to convince a court that the Justice Department is wrong in opposing that merger. And on that point, the two airlines asked their respective boards to extend their merger termination date beyond the current expiration date of December 17th, according to a report in the Wall Street Journal. If the airlines don't effect a merger by then, the deal could expire unless the date's push back. I feel certain that will happen. Airline passengers can soon expect Wi-Fi aloft as speedy as they enjoy on the ground, maybe even faster. The largest provider of in-flight connectivity called GoGo unveiled a system that will use both satellites and cellular towers to deliver speeds six times faster than current in-flight speeds. JetBlue went one better and earlier this month received government approval to install a high-capacity satellite link that will allow passengers to stream videos from sites such as Netflix and Hulu while zipping through the skies. Currently, no airline permits the streaming of video aloft. This new technology is going to change everything. Today, if 30 or so passengers sign on while flying, the speed of the Internet service on board an airplane slows appreciably, but 9 out of every 10 flyers in a recent survey by Honeywell said they want Internet service while flying. Today, almost 60% of commercial flights in the U.S., not counting commuter planes, are wired up, though most of Delta's commuter planes offer in-flight Wi-Fi. Watch for today's speeds of 5 to 10 megabytes per second. Zoom up to 60 MBSPS, whatever megabytes per second is what I'm trying to say, in the coming years. So no more excuses for not doing work while in a plane, folks. Well, most Americans, even if they travel a lot, probably haven't heard about the huge battle going on between the world's airlines and third-party websites such as Expedia, Orbitz, and Travelocity. It's a tug-of-war that's being moderated by the government, and the question on the table is how fares will be displayed now that airlines have added so many extra fees. I mean, what you see now for a first price is often just the start of what it's going to really cost you. Charlie Leoke is the founder and head of the Consumer Travel Alliance. He's very involved in that debate. I asked him to join us today to shed a little light on the issue and the repercussions it has on you and me. Charlie, nice to have you back on the show. Welcome.
3: Hey, good to be here.
2: <clears throat> okay, so a report this week says airlines collected more than $27 billion of these so-called ancillary fees last year. Billion. I mean, that almost is that even... Possible, And I guess that's what raises this issue of what your your airline uh, ticket is really going to cost now.
3: Well, I think that this whole question about um, airline fees comes down to whether or not the airlines are going to be honest with their consumers and disclose these fees before we buy our airline tickets and allow us to purchase the fees anywhere we buy airline tickets. The airlines are in complete control over where and when they sell airfares. However, they have managed to keep the ancillary fees, such as baggage fees, seat reservation fees, and uh, Wi-Fi fees and other fees, away from all of the online travel agencies and force us to go to their websites in order to buy them. And that means that we often end up buying tickets where we don't really know the full cost of travel.
2: Now, are they doing that to try to... I mean, they have to pay a fee if you buy... A, let's say you buy an American Airlines ticket through Orbitz, Expedia, Travelocity, whatever. I mean, cheap tickets, any of these any of these websites. They, the airline has to pay a fee. Is this... Are they resisting sharing the ancillary fee option with these uh, online... Other third-party online websites in order to try to drive you and me away from them so they don't have to pay that fee uh, to the website in the future?
3: Well, in... <clears throat> in the large sense, in the large sense that's exactly what they're trying to do uh... they would like to eliminate the um, the online travel agencies and they would like to eliminate the non-airline uh... computer infrastructure which runs travel agents all across the world uh, however in reality that's probably not going to happen in the near term and so this turns into a negotiating ploy between the airlines and the big central reservation systems and we consumers are the ones who are stuck in the middle because even though we might not end up paying some of the fees because we choose not to pay them, we're affected by it every time we try to buy a ticket. And the story that you just talked about with Delta Airlines coming up with this new $199 card for a certain amount of time is just adding more complexity to this whole question. Instead of making buying your airline ticket easy, they've managed to make it probably as difficult as getting a mortgage these days because if you don't get um, your... Let's take uh, baggage fees, for instance. If you just read what the airlines say on their websites, then we find out that baggage fees range from zero to $150, which isn't very helpful to us consumers. And then the other thing that we end up up, uh, looking at is if you have a credit card, you're exempted from the fees. If you are a member of the frequent flyer uh, program at different levels – You're exempted from the fees. If you buy your tickets together with someone else who happens to be a member of a frequent flyer program at the elite levels, or someone else who happens to have the right credit card, then we're exempted from the fees. And it becomes very complex. They've got so many different options and and opportunities that there's no real way for consumers to compare prices. And so one of the big battles that's been going on uh, within DOT, and then also between the airlines and the central reservation systems is how the airlines are going to have to disclose these fees right. because technology already exists that allows us to uh, say i'm traveling with my wife and, and two kids we'd all like to sit together and we've got four carry-ons and two check bags how much will it cost me
2: check it check charlie out at the consumer travel we're going to talk to him more about this down the road be right back Did you know that our loyal sponsor, Travel Guard, is a leading provider of travel insurance plans? When you buy a plan, it comes with 24-hour travel assistance. It's a true lifeline when you're away from home. Help during travel delays, medical emergencies, and with lost or stolen baggage are just some of what Travel Guard provides. Choose from several affordable and comprehensive plans. Travel more and worry less. Visit TravelGuard.com or RudyMaxa.com. Coverage limited by the terms and condition of the policy and may not be available in all states. Underwritten by National Union and Fire Insurance Company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Non-insurance services provided by Travel Guard Group, Incorporated.
4: No matter what the behavior, defiance, backtalk, angry outbursts, disrespect, we can help you stop it. Now you can get the total transformation for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. You can keep it forever for free.
0: Limited number of free programs available. Call now. 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033. That's 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033.
5: Several research studies show that people who are on the same diet and exercise program lose three to four times as much weight when taking 1,100 milligrams of pure green coffee extract than they do when not taking it. So if you are serious about losing weight, call Longevity Medical Clinic to order your bottle of pure green coffee extract at 866-869-6864, extension 1. That's 866-869-6864, extension 1. Or order online at LM. That's lmclinic.com.
0: To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World.
2: It's 18 minutes after the hour. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. This segment is brought to you by our friends at TravelGuard, and uh, it's uh, probably the best known name for travel insurance in the United States. Check it out at travelguard.com. And if you go to travelguard.com, they've combined with Reader's Digest, forces with Reader's Digest, to, well, put together a booklet with all kinds of, uh, all kinds of travel tips for saving money. And you can get it for free by going to travelguard.com. Reader's Digest will tell you how to. Save money on a vacation, how to save money, why you should go on a vacation right now. That's uh, I don't know that we need a little encouragement on that, but sometimes we do here in America since we rarely use all our vacation time. So check it out. You can uh, check out Travel Insurance and also pick up this free Reader's Digest uh, uh, booklet on how to travel smarter and how to save money while traveling at TravelGuard.com. Com. Janice Wald Henderson is the Culinary Editor of CruiseMates.com, and you know, the cruise industry, like many industries these days, is slicing and dicing their audience and getting a little more precise in their offerings. Uh, Janice is a long-time contributor to magazines including Bon Appetit and Brides, her articles have appeared in Vogue, Food & Wine, Cooking Light, and she is the LA Editor of the Essential Restaurant Guide at Epicurious.com. We reach her in Southern California today. Okay, Janice. I, I guess uh, you're going you're to tell us that you don't have to go on a cruise and eat the same thing everybody else is eating. That there are actually cruises that specialize in uh, gourmet cuisine and wine tasting and all kinds of fun stuff that people like to do on 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 on, uh, on land as well as on sea. Now,
6: yes, Rudy, you're absolutely correct about that. There are very special themed food and wine cruises in all far-flung corners of the globe as well as close to home that give you a real sense of place of the cuisine and the wines of the region. And that's what makes it so exciting because, you know, if you kind of try to do this on your own, it's a lot tougher. And you get to do it with the ship and you get to be guided through, but you also learn a lot and experience a lot and have a lot of fun. So I've got a few cruises to tell you about.
2: Before you start, before you tell me, is... Is there a premium on the cost? Are you going to uh, pay a few hundred more bucks to do a theme cruise like this, and you might do, then you you might pay to do a you know standard off the shelf cruise?
6: That's an excellent question, and the truth is, in most cases, no. There are cruise lines that are all inclusive. So, for example, uh, Silver Sea, Crystal, Regent, so forth, and so and Mm -hmm. other cruise lines as well include these cooking demonstrations and so forth In a more limited sense. Now, if you sign up for some of these shore excursions, other than Regent Cruise Line, all the other cruise lines, you're going to pay for the shore excursions. Right. So, but you would be paying if you're going to go, you know, visit Pompeii. So, in other words, this is not going to cost you any more than you normally would for a cruise on a particular cruise line.
2: All right. Now, I know you want to give us some specific examples. Now, are these? are are what they're being what what is being offered to folks who want to spend a little more time on food and wine are these all events on the ship or are some of them in ports in you know on, on land
6: well that's the beautiful part of it it's a mix so okay. usually a lot of these classes and so forth and wine tastings take place on sea days when you're on board anyway you can't right. go off exploring on your own or with a group so it's fabulous because it's just a great enrichment and then the others take place in shore excursions, so it's really it's really a mix of both.
2: Okay, I do rem- I, I remember taking a cruise once, uh, and and when we were along the coast of Spain, we did go into a terrific vineyard uh, uh, in Spain, into a winery, and and have a tasting there. It was quite well done, actually. Uh, w- give us some examples, Janice.
6: Okay, sure. It's Janice, by the way. <laughs> I oh, Janice, I the I'm French. sorry. Hey, I love the French pronunciation. I feel like I should be bringing up a cruise to, uh, you know, France right away. We could take Uh, this
2: opportunity to change it to Janice right here.
6: You know what? I think I'm going to go with it, Rudy. I really like it.
2: I'm sorry, Uh, Janice.
6: No, 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 no. It doesn't bother me at all. I I just came back from France, and everyone was saying Janice, so it was absolutely perfect. It it Uh, brings back fond memories and makes me want to eat a croissant or something. (laughs) Anyway, let me tell you about some great cruises here's one on silver sea it sailed november twenty six this year from malaga to las palmas canary islands and it's a l'école de chef voyage all that a fancy way of saying there's a cooking school at sea now i've actually sailed with the chef who leads this he's silver sea's culinary trainer david billsland british gentleman um trained in france he really knows his stuff And you talk about going to wineries, and what I really like about this cruise is not only is he going to do cooking classes on board, and and actually everyone's going to, like, cook a lunch and and then sit down and eat it. So, you know, all these trips are getting a lot more, these theme cruises, a lot more hands-on, but it Mm -hmm. goes to two really interesting wineries. One is, in you could sign up for a shore excursion in Morocco that goes to the wines of the Ben Sliman Provence. in this province is just considered some of the very best wines of morocco now i I don't know how i haven't tasted very many moroccan wine so i think this is a real opportunity to Mm -hmm. learn about wines of different regions and as well there's another wine route this is in the canary islands in spain to a really fascinating lazarete wine route and in the canary islands so that's also another way to just, you know, learn more, immerse yourself in the culture. And the other part that I really love, there's a, a market tour with David Bilsland in Casablanca. Now you can imagine how exotic oh, that market is.
2: I've been in that market. Ooh.
6: <laughs> yeah, right. So, you you know, you go with the chef and you you pick all these spices and so forth and, and, and go to actually a cooking school right there in Casablanca. And the lunch, you learn how to cook with the the And all the good foods of Morocco And then uh, lunch is going to be served And um, you can, you know, do the whole Moroccan thing Where you lean back on cushions and and on the floor And eat Moroccan style Very cool
2: My guest is Janice Wald-Henderson If you're listening live and streaming from France It's Janice Wald-Henderson, though And uh, she is uh, the culinary editor of CruiseMates.com She writes a lot about food and wine And we're talking about uh, cruises with a special interest focus uh, On food and wine What I'm hearing, and I'm glad I'm hearing it is that really this is accessible to anyone? You don't already have to be a, go- a master chef, a gourmand, or a uh, particularly knowledgeable about wine. I mean, this is a way. It, it sounds to me, becoming that, and to learning more, and to sort of stepping into a larger world of food and wine. Am I right?
6: So well put, Rudy. That is so true. You don't have to. You don't have to have to know which end of the, the knife to hold, because you can, you can participate <laughs> as little or as much as you like. Uh, you don't have to know a thing about food and wine. All you have to want to do is just appreciate it. So you can go to demonstrations. You can uh, participate in hands-on cooking classes. You can taste wines, take drinks, uh, it's prepared by master mixologists. Uh, for example, on Crystal Cruises, they have this terrific cruise coming up, which I really like. They, Crystal Cruises uh, has something called their Wine and Food Festival that is really a beautiful balance of wine, mixology, which, of course, is learning to make all those creative cocktails using fresh herbs and spices and fresh fruits.
7: Mm -hmm.
6: And they have this cruise coming up. Um, It's called Song of South America. love that name. Mm -hmm. November 23rd to December 9th. And it sails from Miami to Rio. And, Rudy, what I really like about this cruise is there's two incredible chefs, a wine expert and... um, The chef is a Michelin two-star from Portugal named Hans Neuner. And he, as you know, you can just achieve three Michelin stars, and just a handful of restaurants in the world have that. To achieve two is incredibly hard to do. Right. And and Hans has two Michelin stars in Portugal. And, And again, wow, what a way to learn about a style of cooking a lot of us don't know that much about.
2: Exactly what I like about the cruise is it goes from Miami to Rio. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. the, everything else is is, is is you know a cherry on top of the whipped cream. Exactly. And, and do you have a cost on that by any chance?
6: I do. This cruise is let's see.
2: And how many the, days is it? Um,
6: day? if you book by October 31st, let me make sure. Yes, by October 31st it starts at just $249 per person per day.
2: That is a bargain. You, how, long, how many days is this cruise? It sounds like a, at least a two-week cruise maybe? Or
6: No, it's just, uh, as, well, yes, you're right, 16 days, just a little bit days, more. Yeah. But you've got two chefs. So you've got Rob Wilson. He's the executive chef of the Montage Laguna Beach Hotel in mm-hmm. Southern California. And, boy, the food there is spectacular. So you've got two chefs who really know what they're doing. You've got this wine expert, Nina Wemyss from San Francisco. And what I like about Nina is she's a wine historian. And she tells great stories.
8: She's been featured
6: on the History Channel. Uh, She's been a wine auctioneer for Charity Auctions. She's edited two wine books. She knows her stuff, long story short. And she loves to entertain. So you've got these, and talking about cost, okay, cooking demonstrations, they're going to be outdoors. Um, There's going to be hands-on cooking classes in the galley if you want. Now, and this is no extra.
2: Janice, we're running a little out of time. Is there? Do you have you posted? uh, Have you done a story on this on CruiseMates.com?
6: No, um, no, I've not. But I could do a short little wrap up for you.
2: Would you do that? We'll send our listeners to CruiseMates.com. Look for Janice Wald Henderson's writing. Hey, Janice, uh, you're making me hungry. You're making me thirsty. Thank you. I appreciate it.
6: Good. That's my job. Take
2: care. Excellent. We'll be right back in Rudy Max's world. Don't touch that dial. Did you know that our loyal sponsor, Travel Guard, is a leading provider of travel insurance plans? When you buy a plan, it comes with 24-hour travel assistance. It's a true lifeline when you're away from home. Help during travel delays, medical emergencies, and with lost or stolen baggage are just some of what Travel Guard provides. Choose from several affordable and comprehensive plans. Travel more and worry less. Visit TravelGuard.com or RudyMaxa.com. Coverage limited by the terms and condition of the policy and may not be available in all states. Underwritten by National Union and Fire Insurance Company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Non-insurance services provided by Travel Guard Group, Incorporated.
5: Several research studies show that people who are on the same diet and exercise program lose three to four times as much weight when taking 1,100 milligrams of pure green coffee extract than they do when not taking it. So if you are serious about losing weight, call Longevity Medical Clinic to order your bottle of pure green coffee extract at 866-869-6864, extension 1. That's 866-869-6864, extension 1, or order online at lmclinic.com. That's lmclinic.com.
0: participate in the program call now at
2: 800-387-8025 or log on to rudymaxa.com here's rudy maxa welcome back it's 33 minutes after the hour nice to have you with me this weekend it's uh i'm in minnesota and there's a little uh, fall nip in the air i don't like that uh, summer comes to an end much too soon here and here in uh, the upper plains in the upper midwest i'm sure my hometown of washington dc or what i call my hometown of washington dc is uh still got a lot of heat coming but Hope we hope, hope we get another wave before the snows hit in two weeks. Scott Clifton is director of sales with Celebrity Cruises. Scott, welcome to Rudy Max's World. Nice to have you here.
7: Thank you, Rudy. Uh, we were just you.
2: we were just talking to Janice Wald Henderson about cruises that feature uh, wine and uh, food. Uh, a number of uh, as you know, your your industry is starting to slice and dice interest groups pretty finely. But you've done it even well. Are you guys running the first craft beer cruise that you know of?
7: You know what's amazing is we've done uh, wine festivals at sea and and winemaker hosted sailings, as you mentioned, for many years. But for the last couple of years, we we have been really expanding our beer offerings on board, craft beer offerings on board the ship, and specifically uh, craft beer hosted sailings with Brewmasters and Cicerones and even the first California Beer Festival at Sea. We ran this last year, and um, it's selling extremely well for 2014.
2: All right, tell us about it. Is this one particular cruise, or do you have a series of them, and when is when is this coming up if somebody who's a craft beer, beer aficionado is listening and goes, when, what, what's this?
7: Well, you know, we have a number of them going in 2014, and actually some of them are already sold out completely, uh, but the one that I was speaking of is the California Beer Festival at Sea, and that's going to be out of Los Angeles round trip on April 12th of 2014, so... You were mentioning how cold it's getting in the air there in Minneapolis, uh, here in Los Angeles. It's absolutely beautiful in spring. It's a great time to cruise. And this California Beer Festival at Sea is going to feature 15 different breweries on board the ship, and guests are going to be able to really enjoy custom, private tour, uh, tasting events with the different breweries. Um, Ninkasi from Oregon and uh, Lagunitas from California are two of the of the featured breweries, and they're going to have a four-course beer pairing luncheon, a couple of Private beer pairing uh, seminars, a craft beer reception—just an amazing opportunity to be able to enjoy beer and and be able to get to know the brewmasters and the cicerones firsthand.
2: Scott, you got to speak to your PR guys. I think it's very important. We broadcast our show that weekend from that brew lunch. Yeah, yeah that's that beer a great idea, lunch. Rudy. You know, yeah, if, uh, if guest book right. by <laughs> October
7: sixth, and again, it is selling very fast. But if the guest book <laughs> by October fifth, uh, by October sixth, we're going to throw in two classic beverage packages for free. Which means in addition to getting the beer as part of these uh, seminars, on the entire cruise, the entire seven-night cruise up the coast of, of uh, the Pacific Coast, you're going to get complimentary beer, wine, and cocktails the entire cruise. It's like a $600 value.
2: Wow. Now, Scott, on a cruise like this, or on these cruises you've mentioned, is everybody on the ship participating in this? Or
7: No, and that's a great question. In fact, on all of our beer and wine-hosted sailings, where we bring on a, a brewmaster or a a winemaker we limit the size of the group to just 120 people and that really allows the guests to get to know the brewmaster they may be even doing a home brewing lesson on board the ship we might be doing a a wine or beer festival where you actually walk around Uh, we have a half acre of live grass on the top of the ship and so it's a park-like setting and we really can recreate what you would experience if you went to a craft beer festival or a wine festival on land
2: you cruise guys, you've got to mow the lawn on top of the ship. <laughs> Unbelievable. I want
7: that job. I want to be the greenskeeper on the ship.
2: Are we uh, Are we a few years away? Are there ships being designed now with actual brew pubs with, uh, you know, uh, malt we're, being? we were
7: there already. In fact, uh, Michael's Club, which used to be a jazz venue on board our ships, we've uh, repositioned, recreated into a brew pub on the ships. And so as you go on to any celebrity cruise ship, You'll be able to experience, in Michael's Club, 60 handcrafted international beers. We have Cicerones that are doing everything from beer, uh, beer pairing uh, events to beer-themed programming on board. We do blind tasting, so the guests really get to understand the difference between an IPA and a stout and different types of, of beers from around the world. And it's really fun because we've got flat-screen TVs all around, so you can see the latest sports programming, and uh, it's really a cool place to be. And one entire wall is a, a cooler where you can see 60 different international beers and select them and we've got beer on, on tap. And this really is on every, every
2: celebrity ship?
7: The only ship that has not yet been reconfigured is the Celebrity Solstice, but that, uh, okay. that the Michaels Club venue is going to be added to that ship. But it's really fleet-wide now, so that Michaels Club uh, uh, venue is a perfect place to be able to go in and try your craft beer and learn all about it.
2: And you said a word I didn't know the meaning of. Did you say Cicerone?
7: Yes, Cicerone is the equivalent of a sommelier for the beer industry. So it's a certified expert in beer. And so in Michael's Club, we have experts who have gone through professional training to really be able to explain the the nuances and difference between the craft beers from around the world. And we even use Riedel stemware for the the wines and Riedel beer glasses, so you have the perfect glass to match the perfect brew.
2: I'm learning stuff. I am learning stuff. I didn't know (laughs) what a Cicerone was, and I didn't didn't know Riedel made uh, glassware for beer.
7: How cool is that?
2: I'm a wine guy. I've clearly got to up my game here in the beer department. <laughs> well, that'll be great. We'll be hanging out together in April at that ship, you and I, doing the radio show, Scott. Scott hey, Clifton is... I could is, just
7: tell the listeners, if you're interested sure. in this craft beer uh, festival at sea, and it is selling well, please visit cruisespecialists.com forward slash CBF, and that stands for California Beer Festival. So cruisespecialists.com slash CBF.
2: There you have it. That sounds fabulous. Well, Scott, I... I, I I didn't know you all were so far along in the craft beer department, particularly that uh, almost all of your ships uh, had, had a brew pub in it. Congratulations. I appreciate this glimpse at, uh, at your world. Thanks for dropping by.
7: Thank you, Rudy. Appreciate it.
2: Scott Clifton is director of sales with Celebrity Cruises. And as you heard, uh, quite a number of craft beer cruises coming up. Sound like great fun. And I obviously could, uh, could stand to learn some stuff about beer. We'll be right back in just a moment. We're going to talk about how you can go to the Louvre and uh, participate in a treasure hunt right there in the museum. You're in Rudy Max's world. Glad you are. Don't go away.
0: Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at RudyMaxa.com.
2: Did you know that our loyal sponsor Travel Guard is a leading provider of travel insurance plans? When you buy a plan, it comes with 24 hour travel assistance. It's a true lifeline when you're away from home. Help during travel delays, medical emergencies, and with lost or stolen baggage are just some of what Travel Guard provides. Choose from several affordable and comprehensive plans. Travel more and worry less. Visit TravelGuard.com or RudyMaxa.com. Coverage limited by the terms and condition of the policy and may not be available in all states. Underwritten by National Union and Fire Insurance Company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Non insurance services provided by Travel Guard Group Incorporated.
0: That's 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033.
5: Several research studies show that people who are on the same diet and exercise program lose three to four times as much weight when taking 1,100 milligrams of pure green coffee extract than they do when not taking it. So if you are serious about losing weight, call Longevity Medical Clinic to order your bottle of pure green coffee extract at 866-869-6864. Extension 1. That's 866-869-6864, extension 1. Or order online at lmclinic.com. That's lmclinic.com.
9: So you need to find a plumber to replace your water heater? The question is, where are you going to look? Phone book? That got tossed in the recycling bin as soon as it hit your doorstep. Web search? Not unless you feel like sorting through an endless list of search results. What you need is someone to refer a local pro you can trust. So do what Rudy Maxa does and log on to HomeBuild.com. 411.HomeAdvisor.com. HomeAdvisor.com gives you free access to a network of over 85,000 background check service professionals who have the expertise to help you with all your home repair and remodeling needs. It's the fast, free, and easy way to find top-rated local pros who've been rated and reviewed by homeowners like you. That's why over 25 million homeowners have trusted HomeBuild411.HomeAdvisor.com to find the quality home improvement professionals they're looking for. It's why you can too. Don't wait to get started on your next project. Just go to homebuild411.homeadvisor.com or go to rudymaxa.com and look under sponsors.
0: To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to rudymaxit.com. Here's Rudy
2: Maxa. Check me out at Facebook. Rudy Maxa, my fan page is Rudy Maxa Travel slash Leisure. Hit the like button there, will you? We're going for 3,000 likes. If you've ever visited the Louvre, you know it can be a little overwhelming as a museum in Paris. It's just, it's, it's just an extraordinary treasure trove of art, sculpture, uh, just unbelievable stuff. Daisy de Plume lives in France. She's an art historian. She's creative director of something that might be a really interesting way to help you see the Louvre. It's called That Louvre. And it's really a treasure hunt at the museum that you can participate in. I am going to ask her if this is appropriate for kids. I think it might be. Two to four people can compete. Daisy, welcome to Rudy Max's World for the first time. Nice to have you on.
8: (laughs) Thank you. It's lovely to to be on. Rather
2: than my trying to describe what kind of treasure hunt this is, let's let the founder and creative director of it. Go ahead.
8: Um, Well, it's, uh, it's thematic. So there are 12 different themes that you can choose some are more appropriate for children, and indeed it is good for for families who are visiting or for school groups or for children. Um, An example of a theme is uh, we have a beauty in the bestiary hunt. Um, Bestiary are imaginary creatures, so that covers um, things like the sphinxes in the Egyptian collection, or griffins, um, dragons, stuff like that. And then beauty, of course, covers Um, Louvre icons, such as the Mona Lisa or the Venus de Milo, um, and gets them to Louvre icons as well as out of the way. Um, And then we have more obscure hunts that um, are of varying themes and get you kind of out of the way of the foot traffic of the Louvre, because as you can guess, um, there are 30,000 people a day, and they... They concentrate around the Mona Lisa. Unfortunately,
2: they do. They certainly do. Okay, so how does yeah. it work? Do you? Do I get a piece of paper? Do I? How do I?
8: Yeah. Um, well, you're sent the directions beforehand, okay. um, and hopefully you read them beforehand so that you kind of get a sense. Um, it's as you said, the teams are two to four people. Um, it's very simple-minded. You take a photograph. You're given um, about twenty pieces of treasure that all fall into that theme, whichever theme you've chosen, and you have to find those pieces of treasure, the treasure being the art in the museum, of course, mm-hmm. and when you found them, you photograph your team in front of those pieces of treasure. There's a block of text that gives you the history of the piece of art, the treasure, but within the block of text, they're often bonus questions, sometimes they're silly, and sometimes, like, you know, for instance, for the Veronese Wedding Feast of Cana, um, you're asked to count how many dogs are in it. It's an (laughs) enormous painting, and um, so you have to kind of look at it for a while to to answer those bonus questions. Um, And then sometimes the bonus questions are kind of more knowledge-based, and they refer to articles in my blog um, that are about pieces in the Louvre that are more in-depth, essentially. And then you have to meet back at the appointed place and the appointed time, and um and then you count your score
2: it's, now it's I know in most i most art museums uh forbid the taking of flash photography, so I presume we're using an I- uh, a smartphone that has a camera in it with the flash off right
8: yeah no uh flash is not allowed at the louvre um but you can use a regular camera or you i mean you can they use, don't mind
2: that okay
8: yeah no 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 they the it's actually kind of detrimental to a point of uh someone actually wanting to look at the museum look at the art because so often there are people who are taking a photograph that um, you have to kind of stop if you're in a crowded area, um, right. it's kind of, but I'm, I'm using it to my benefit.
2: <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so this wouldn't be a one-on-one because you have to have somebody to take the picture. So, so basically if you yeah. have two couples, one yeah. both, you, you, you pick your theme and each couple sets out to try to beat the other time-wise?
8: No, it's not in terms of time, and also um, one of the rules is, the, the rules are simple, one of the rules is no no running, and no separating, um, but, but yeah, it's just to find as many pieces of treasure within the given time, and then if you're crafty, then you answer the bonus questions, you actually read the text, because the idea is to kind of, it's to encourage people to really actually kind of have fun with the art, and to make it more interactive, um, and to give them an overview
2: of the museum. All right, we have about um, 20, 20 seconds left, Daisy. Let me, let me uh, tell listeners that on September 30th, if you happen to be in Paris, uh, the theme will be a death hunt celebrating Halloween uh, and All Saints October. Day.
8: October.
2: Excuse me, October, yeah, 30th. Sorry, sorry.
8: October 30th. I'm sorry,
2: October 30th. I'm sorry, October 30th. And on the 29th of November, it will be food and wine. You can find more details by going to That Lou, and Lou is L-O-U, not the English Lou. Uh, thatloo.com, ThatLou.com, And the creator of Thatloo, the uh, treasure hunt, is Daisy DePlume from Paris. And we thank you for joining us.
8: Thank you very much, Rudy.
2: Thanks, Daisy. What a great way to see the Louvre, And I think it would be great fun for kids, too. ThatLou.com. check it out. We'll have a link on Facebook. We'll be right back.
0: telephone number to call the program is 800 387 8025 that's 1-800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rudymaxa.com here again is
2: Rudy Maxa welcome back to Rudy Maxa's world you know these uh This is something that comes up periodically, and I want to talk to an expert about it. We all know Amtrak loses money. Uh, Their budgets, uh, when Congress allocates money to cover their losses, there's always a big fight in Congress. And one of the sticking points is regional or local service of Amtrak. There are a lot of cities and towns that don't want to lose Amtrak service, and that's very important to their politicians and so on. And we're back to that sort of tug-of-war now i want to bring an expert in craig uh, sanders is a professor of journalism and public relations at cleveland state university but to the point of what we're talking about he he's, he's the author of a book called amtrak in the heartland and that is the issue craig uh, welcome to the show nice to have you here yeah thank you a- a- am i am i right does this come up like every year every couple of years it seems it's been going on for decades this this debate about whether Uncle Sam should subsidize local service of Amtrak or whether states should give money to keep the trains running etc. Uh
1: yes, that fight has been going on uh, since the earliest days of Amtrak's ex- existence, you know, it was it started operations in 1971 and in particular the the current fight is over what share the state should pay for routes that are less than uh, 750 miles.
2: Well, for example, you can board a, a, a train to visit Chicago from Indianapolis, and you're going to pay $24, yeah. but the federal subsidies are $80 per ticket to keep that service running. And, and the feds are saying, look, we don't have any money, and saying to the state of Indiana, you want to keep this train running between Indianapolis and Chicago, you're going to have to make this up. Um, is Have we seen over the decades, have we seen... Uh, local routes cut? I mean, is, is it is it sort of being nibbled away at every year?
1: Uh, there have been some routes that have gone away because of uh, states refusing to continue funding it. You know, one that comes to mind is there used to be a train that ran between the Twin Cities and Duluth, Minnesota called the North Star, and that train ended uh, sometime in the 1980s, I believe it was, because the state of Minnesota decided not to continue its share of the funding anymore so the train was discontinued so this is and there's been a couple of routes in illinois over the years that uh, service between chicago and uh, the peoria region and service between chicago and dubuque iowa that went away because the state of illinois and and amtrak uh, were no longer willing to uh, fund that service
2: does Amtrak want to end some of this local service and just do their? I mean, their only profitable route, if it stood alone, is uh, the East Coast corridor—Boston, New York, Philadelphia, Washington, or Baltimore, Washington. Would they? And, and then, of course, they have their long transcontinental runs. Would they like to end some of this this regional or well, local that, service? Well, that's
1: a hard question to answer because you know I don't know what they're thinking. I, I think what they're primarily interested in is getting as much uh, as many sources of revenue as they can to to help underwrite these i mean the current battle over the the short-haul services has to do with well how much money will the states pay versus how much amtrak will pay and and that that battle is still being fought as as we speak i think they they have agreements with some states to uh, continue the service and come up with a a funding you know funding split but not all of them you mentioned indiana that's one of them where they do not yet have an agreement
2: Apparently, this is a 2008 law that requires the states to boost their subsidies, and there are 18 or 17 other states, in addition to Indiana, right, right now during this budget season yeah. who are who are wrestling with this. You have studied trains a lot. Um, yeah. There's a you can take a bus between Indianapolis and, and and Chicago. Get there an hour or two faster than the train, for the same price as the train, twenty four dollars to thirty seven dollars with no direct government subsidy. You got an opinion on this? What would you do if you were a dictator of the trains of the United States?
1: Well, if I was dictator of the trains, I'd continue to run them because I like trains and I think they serve <laughs> a, a useful purpose. Um, they, the Chicago-Indianapolis route is an interesting one because there's no good rail route between those two cities. You know, the traditional railroad routes between Chicago and Indianapolis uh, segments of them have been abandoned, the tracks aren't there anymore, and so they have to take this slow roundabout uh, circuitous route to get between Chicago and Indianapolis, and that train you're referring to, the Hoosier State, probably wouldn't exist at all if it wasn't for the fact that it's used to ferry equipment between the shops in Beach Grove in suburban Indianapolis and Chicago, which was one reason that train got started in 1980, and one reason why it's it's still in operation, although it was discontinued a couple of times in the past, but Amtrak brought it back because it needed a, a more reliable ferry service
2: well you're right about the status of the tracks and this it explains why the bus gets there faster than the train does while yeah. the train can hit seventy nine miles per hour, it averages thirty nine miles per hour when you include the station stops, which reflects according to the journal the, the condition of the track as well as the lack of technology such as updated signals. I don't know. I don't know. I know I love trains too, Craig, but you know, at some point some I, I think budget considerations may take over uh nostalgia, you know?
1: Well it it just depends on um how you want to spend your money. You know, there are there are still some cities in the United States that get funding for airline service and True. you know, I think you could make the same argument there. Is it worth spending money to uh to underwrite airline service to small cities and say, western Kansas. Um, and I think it's the same principle as providing, you know, transportation, whether it be bus or um, whether it be yeah. train.
2: Good point. Craig is uh, uh, Craig Sanders is author of Amtrak in the Heartland. Craig, thanks so much for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me.
2: Come to the end of the first hour, Rudy Max's World. If your station's leaving us, see you next weekend. Otherwise, stick around. We'll be right back.